bad bods aren't sexy. Truth, wit, and honesty all wrapped up in pure American patriotism and aging gracefully. It's a Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. That is me, the man with the dad bod, aging gracefully. Can't you tell? Hey, folks, I got a great show for you today. Absolutely jam-packed. And before we get to that, I just have a couple things that I want to, to cover. And number one, I want to cover uh, Mr. Kyle Rittenhouse. And everybody knows that he has been officially acquitted. And I want to just bring this up because, uh, as Fox reported here, the, the media has been absolutely terrible to this kid. Now, he was 17 when all this happened. We know that. But they have blatantly lied, like they did with Nick Sandman, if you remember that. So multiple videos showed Kyle offering people medical help. And multiple videos show that he was there to defend his relative's car lot. We know that. Uh, there's plenty of video and audio where his attackers are pursuing him and even yelling at him calling him an MFer and threatening to kill him several times. The videos clearly show that he was being chased. They also show that he was knocked down and hit with a skateboard. Uh, one of the, his attackers admitted on the stand that he pointed his pistol at Kyle first. And remember, the test for self-defense is whether the person who is in that situation feels like their life's in danger. That is the test for valid self-defense. And here we have, you know, his, his being verbally threatened, people chasing him, people beating him with a skateboard. We have a guy who said that he uh, pointed the gun first at him, a guy who was a felon, by the way, and should have never had uh, a pistol at all. We also have him uh, allegedly, reportedly saying that he wished you would have killed him. This was just days after all this happened. And contrary to what the lying left is telling you, it is not illegal for a person at the age of 17 to have a gun. Now, they can't purchase a gun. They can, they can be holding a gun, and he certainly has his constitutional rights as well. Uh, there was absolutely no racism involved, even though you have the typical idiots like Al Sharpton up saying, you know, that uh, this was partially racially motivated. He's a white supremacist. Now, the victims were white. So that's pretty hard to to take, pretty hard to understand why he would say that. Well, not really, because he's he's Al Sharpton. Uh, so the only victim here is Kyle, because th these people ha have relentlessly lied about him. Uh, the guy is getting death threats left and right. His attorney is getting death threats. Uh, yeah, he's the victim. He's the guy that you know. He I hope he he makes uh, Sandman's legal awards look like a paltry sum i hope he i hope he's successful in in keeping holding these people responsible for everything that they've done to him now if you want to help you can go to i'll put this link to this website in my uh, description once everything is uploaded and, and edited in the case of the live streams uh, so you'll have this but uh, this kyle's law you can go and learn about basically what kyle's law would do is it would it would uh, put the liability squarely on the prosecutor and those involved in wrongful suits as they uh, as they relate to self-defense, pardon me. 
So you can go and you can check this out. And I'll, like I said, I'll put this video link in the description for you. And uh, you can go from there. So, so that is that is what I wanted to share to, uh, with you on the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And we'll be watching that as time progresses here. Um, so secondly, I want to talk about what our show is about, and that is COVID, the vaccine, the vaccine, the whole mandate, all of this huge topic. Um, I have Karen Kingston. I spent quite a bit of time talking with her about something called the Nuremberg Code, if you're not familiar with that. It is a code, uh, uh, basically international law, that came out of the Nuremberg trials after the Nazis were defeated. Um, now, I'll tell you what, uh, we have in our midst a monster. Now, one of these guys, one of these guys is personally responsible for hundreds of thousands of deaths. One of these guys plotted, lied, and manipulated to get rich off of those deaths. And what's worse, he conspired to murder millions of children. The other is Dr. Joseph Mengele, the famous, uh, the infamous Nazi. Now we're learning more and more about Mr. Fauci. And as this comes out, we'll be sharing that information. You do know, well, I'm not gonna spoil it. We talk about this in, in uh, my interview with Karen. So, but uh, the scary part of this whole situation is that now, now this monster, he's not happy enough going after five-year-olds. He is talking about babies and toddlers now. This kind of nonsense has to absolutely stop. Hey, you can help me out by going to redbloodedpatriots.com and checking out our website there. We have plenty of really good merch for you. Um, the new Santa, I want my country back. And check that out. Uh, also, there is plenty of other apparel and other items that you can check out. This one here is our new uh, character logo, if you will. And you can check out plenty of other content that's out there. Uh, by the way, I see on CloudHub this is having some difficulty streaming, so I will repost uh, the episode in its entirety for you. But uh, for right now, I think we're going to get going and we're going to get into the interview with Karen Kingston. I will be breaking this up. I have two breaks within this because it's uh, it's lengthy, but the information is excellent. And I was super excited to have her uh, go ahead and enjoy this this uh, interview. It is my absolute honor to welcome Miss Karen Kingston to the Patriot Review. Now, Karen, you may have seen on other shows before. She is a former Pfizer employee and a biotech analyst. Is that the correct term for that, Karen? Yes. So welcome to the show. I'm, I'm really gr glad that you have set aside some time. I really honestly appreciate it. And what many people don't know probably is that you're doing all this on your own time. Nobody's paying you for this. This is a mission for you. And I think we're all on a mission here. Anybody that's involved in frank speech for sure is, is on a mission to save America. So I, I really do respect you at what you're doing. I respect the fact that you took some time to talk to me because I'm really just getting started in this. I've only had this since February. So 
after 30 years in corporate America, it's a it's a big change for me. So um, I'm glad you, you came on board, and thank you very much for doing that. I know that you normally show slides, or quite often you show slides. Today we're just going to uh, go through interview questions and, and talk about what's really happening, and if, if you have updates or anything, please share them. Um, we are going to start with basically uh, the fact that you've been providing a lot of factual and detailed information that exposes this whole COVID pandemic, that exposes both the, the, the virus and the vaccines for what they really are, which is bioweapons, and the fact that they have been used against the citizens of the world. Now, for those who haven't heard you speak before, and I don't know, if you haven't heard Karen speak, you need to, to research her and find past videos as well. But what evidence is there that the statement that I just made about these things being bioweapons is there? Well, I, I would say the most obvious, <clears throat> excuse me, and damning evidence is um, that we now know that the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, which was released from the Wuhan laboratory, is a bioweapon. Uh, there's consensus across both sides of the aisle, whether you're Democrat or Republican, uh, that that indeed was a bioweapon. So if you take a look at the Pfizer uh, biological license authorization letter, which is the approval letter, the BLA, that was issued on August 23rd of 2021 this year, under the product description, it states that the mRNA in Comirnaty produces the full sequence SARS-CoV-2 Wuhan-HU-1 spike protein, which was uploaded to GeneWeb, the open source platform uh, that China uploaded the bioweapon to. So what I just reiterated to you was practically verbatim from the Pfizer's uh, authorization, their license to manufacture and distribute uh, within the United States, Comirnaty, which produces the bioweapon, the Wuhan-HU-1 spike protein. So the spike protein, I've heard you talk about what what is evident, what is the evidence within the spike proteins that proves that this was a, a man-made gain-of-function virus. Well, isn't there? Yeah, isn't there, yeah. So I mean, well, the fact that the that the we all know that mRNA is the synthetic sequence yeah. that's in the vaccines to produce the virus. As far as the spike protein being um, made uh, in a, in a lab, uh, there's there's a number of studies um, that go back to early 2000 where the United States, the NIH, NIAID collaborated with the Wuhan Institute of Virology and Beijing Institute, University of North Carolina, MIT, and Harvard, uh, where they used coronaviruses to uh, do gain-of-function, what's called chimeric viral research. Um, they did studies to integrate sequences or codons, if you will. Those are the uh, genetic sequences, the three, uh, three genetic sequences from uh, human HIV, uh, simian, monkey and HIV. Um, they have stuff from mouse leukemia that they integrated in there. Uh, so there, there's, a, there's a large body of evidence that shows this. And then when the sequence was uploaded to GeneWeb uh, back in, I think the first time it was uploaded was January 10th of 2021, and then additional uploads were done. Uh, there was a number of researchers out of India where they, they sequenced, they looked at the sequence and they found the CGG. 
which is the uh, HIV glycoprotein 120 sequence. That's the CGG. Mm -hmm. That allows for penetration into your CD4 and CD8 cells um, for extensive production and proliferation throughout your body, um, as well as hijack, hijacking of your, your DNA to create this new genetic material in your body. So that was published uh, in MedRVX. Uh, it was then taken down, but the Wall Street Journal did an article on this as well, I believe in June of this year, um, where they talked about the, the CDG integration. And then uh, Dr. Fauci owns uh, glycoprotein-120, the envelope for HIV. The American people paid him $21.667 million over the past several years to do studies integrating glycoprotein-120 into coronaviruses. And uh, so he owns that patent and or several patents on it. And we paid him again, $21.667 million. You can find this on the NIH website uh, under their, their grants. Uh, you can search by name or research topic to find this information. And we'll provide additional information too, uh, some slides and some of those things. I'll put some links to that in the description of the show, everybody. So you can check some of the stuff out yourself. It just takes a lot of time to go through this data, as you well know, I mean, you're up till four in the morning sometimes, you said, doing this, doing this stuff and keeping up to date and everything else. But basically everything you just said proves that this was intentionally designed. And then I think when you look at how it rolled out and the, the governments around the world, how they all responded, they all responded pretty much the same. So to yeah. me, that doesn't, that doesn't pass the smell test. That means that this is something that was purposely released and the vaccine as we will get into in a little bit is taking it to the next step going a step further um, a lot of people are talking about the nuremberg code right that came out of the uh, nuremberg trials after world war ii um, for those people that don't know what that is could you explain that just a little bit what what is the nuremberg code and why it's been broken in this case yeah the the nuremberg code was um, is, is a global law against um, forcing global citizens to participate in experiments, clinical experiments against their will and without informed consent. It was developed because a number of those who were uh, taken into camps in Nazi Germany were experimented on by Mengele, mm -hmm. uh, including children. So that's why the Nuremberg Codes were developed. And it goes beyond those who are the punishers or the inflictors uh, of the crime directly. Uh, also, it applies to those who do not act to stop the crime. Um, it yeah. can affect them as well. Uh, so they are also considered willful participants. Yeah, and it's real simple to read. It's like two pages long, everybody. So you can you can check that out, and we'll provide a link to that as well. But basically, what I want people to take a step back and really think about is this, and that's when you talk about Dr. Mengele, and anybody who's ever studied history knows what Dr. Mengele did and the, the terrible experiments he did on twins and all this all this stuff. But when you really think about it, and you look at uh, at Fauci and all of those people that are in your own neighborhoods saying, well, I only did it because I, I took orders, I'm supposed to do it. Well, that's the same thing that the Nazis try to use as an excuse. And that's really what you just said this addresses, because you, yeah. can't, you can't get away, you can't not be responsible for what you're doing. Uh, and 
at the beginning of this thing, when the vaccines were coming out, there were a lot of doctors who really weren't giving informed consent, and they still aren't giving. Yeah, they still aren't giving that informed consent. And, you know, we're seeing, we're, we're starting to see the consequences from that, even though they try to hide those. So, um, so given everything that we just talked about, are you comfortable saying that there are people within the U.S. government that are guilty against crime, uh, guilty of crimes against humanity? Yeah, I think they, they definitely are. I mean, there's there's a huge list to Woodcock to Merrick Garland to Xavier Becerra, um, yeah. to congressmen and women to Pelosi. Um, but I think it's worth, if you don't mind, Jeff, I think it's worth reading people that there's 10 laws of the Nuremberg Code or Go 10 codes. It. Absolutely. Um, so. The, the first one is the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. Um, this means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the interver intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form of constraint or co coercion and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to be able to make an understanding and enlightened decision. So right yeah. there, um, the majority of healthcare providers, our government and employers are in violation uh, because there is force, fraud, deceit, duress, and overreach. Absolutely all of them. Code. That's just the first code. Yeah. There's more. <laughs> the second code is the experiment. Now, keep in mind, there is no FDA-approved product available in the United States. Yes, Comirnaty was approved on August 23rd of this year, mm -hmm. uh, but there was no Comirnaty ever produced. And Pfizer put out a press release in conjunction with the NIH on September 13th stating, Pfizer has no intentions of producing Comirnaty the FDA-approved product, as long as an emergency use authorization is in place. And that's, so they're not going to produce product as long yeah. as they can go along with this experiment. Right, so and, and that's really what they're relying on, right? They're using this emergency, this is an emergency smoke screen so that they yeah. can they can uh, really go out of line and, and uh, overstep the, the boundaries that they're supposed to be within. Exactly. Yeah. So the second one is, and I'll, and I'll give an example of how it's being violated, the Nuremberg Code with each, with each rule. Okay. The experiment should be such as to yield fruitful results, results in the good of society, unprocurable by other methods or means of study and not random and unnecessary in nature. So first of all, none of these studies ever had to be done because we knew hydroxychloroquine worked to both prevent and treat mm -hmm. COVID-19. And we know ivermectin is used as well. Right. You don't need an emergency use authorization declaration to use a product off-label that's been proven to be safe already. So just to be clear, we don't need an EUA to use that. So we never had to move forward with this. In regards to Albert Burla, the CEO of Pfizer, just last week on November 2nd said, we're criminals for spreading misinformation. However, uh, Mr. Burla knew, knew on November 20th of last year, and earlier than that, there was a study of 100 children ages 12 to 15 that was done for the adult, under the adult study. And it says in the data they submitted to Pfizer that the data that was collected regarding the 12 to 15 year olds being injected with Comirnaty, 
the risk benefit ratio wasn't there. They knew it was going to harm, it was going to disable and kill more children and then COVID-19. So they knew that this was only going to harm, disable and kill children. And Albert Burla moved forward on behalf of Pfizer with the FDA to then study it in 2200 children and now unleash this on our children as young as five years of age. So they knew it was going to kill the children. There's no gray area there and they chose to cover up that information. So yeah. Burla should actually be arrested today, but. Well, no. yeah, and that's, there's a, there's a, there's this thing out there, this fact out there that, you know, if you're on the right, if you're standing outside the Capitol and you never entered, you could still end up in jail with no representation and, and, you know, be political prisoners. But for some reason, the left gets away with everything or those who support the left. But my question is to people, to everybody out there who's watching this is, you know, again, uh, where is the outrage and where where are the people demanding the type of justice that you, that should be happening that you just talked about? You know, so um, that's that's the biggest question that I have. You know, everybody has to has to be careful about what they say and you can't talk about it being violent and all this stuff. But um, collectively, we need to merge together and address this more aggressively than I think we are today. And people don't be like the head in the sand German citizens in after the, the war was over and walk through Eisenhower made these German citizens go through uh, you know concentration camp and they couldn't believe what they saw yet they had been fooling themselves all along because obviously there was ash falling in the city and everything else and uh, you know I think they knew what was happening and people here know what's happening too but they don't want to believe it because it's the United States of America and it can never happen here well it is happening here this is genocide and what we're talking about today shouldn't it shouldn't even be this far and they keep enabling these people to continue to do this to us and when it comes to our children i mean isn't that enough isn't that the point where you say you know damn it i'm going to do something about it and stand up uh, i'll get off my little soapbox there but <laughs> you know it's just to, it's to the point where it's it's if you're really in the know and you're hearing all this stuff and seeing all this stuff, it's absolutely sickening. Sickening. It's all you think about, you know? And um, unfortunately, I don't think there's enough of us in that boat right now. Yeah, Jeff, I'm not sure why um, parents are having their children vaccinated. I, I mean, if I you watch it. Senator Johnson's open forum, which these are people, some of them participate in the clinical the phase three trial. I mean, Maddie de, de Gray never had to happen. Maddie is a paraplegic now with a feeding yeah. tube. She was a perfectly healthy, joyful uh, 12 year old child. And um, Albert Burla knew that this could happen, that this would happen to children. So he knew it would happen to someone. And that was Maddie de Gray. Her mother has absolutely, and her father has absolutely the right to the data for the 12 to 15 year olds under FOIA. And Albert Burla should be arrested today. Uh, for uh, conspiring to commit aggravated assault, uh, disabling and attempted murder of children through Absolutely. the injection of a toxic substance. Yeah, it, it makes me angry. I don't mean to butt in and and, uh, <laughs> and uh, draw draw everything out, but go ahead and, and read. What's the next one on the list there? Uh, the next one is the experiment should be so designed and based on the results of animal experimentation. So you have to complete your animal testing. 
and knowledge of the natural history of the disease or other problem under study that the anticipated results will justify the performance of the experiment. So two important things here. They skipped most of the animal studies. They didn't complete mm -hmm. them. Um, and I, as a woman, especially if you're a woman who wants to have children or is trying to get pregnant, I would be furious because they signed a letter of intent. Pfizer said, I will sign a letter of intent to complete the rat pregnancy studies before they started injecting millions of Americans. That is disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. They, they uh, deprioritized finishing pregnant rat studies before they started injecting pregnant women. Wow. I don't, again, I don't know what it takes for people to become furious about this. Um, but it also says that you have to take a look at the history of the disease. They've tried to make vaccines before for coronaviruses. Mm -hmm. They've tried using mRNA before for different uh, uh, diseases, including cancer. Mm -hmm. And it was epic failures re resulting in the acute onset of rare autoimmune diseases, new autoimmune diseases, and something called immunogenicity, where your immune system ends up attacking self. So when Fauci yeah. says they're seeing a robust immune response in the children's study for 12 to 15 year olds or five to 11 year olds, what he's saying is we are seeing the children's immune system turn and attack itself. We have successfully annihilated their innate immune response to fight off disease. And now we're taking their adaptive system. So it is causing autoimmune diseases, disabilities, uh, injuries, and death in children. That is what the robust immune response is that Fauci Jeez. is describing. Just Here's to be clear. Just to be clear, that's what they're doing. So that's purely, another violation. Purely satanic. And, and again, people, take a step back and understand that when we're talking about children, we're talking about a group of people who have a survivability rate of 99.98%. It's higher than that. Yeah, well, so, it's higher than that. It, their chances of getting COVID and dying from COVID, so both. So contracting it to the point that they would test positive and then die is 0. 0.00. Zero 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 four percent. I wow. did. So people take a step back and you know too too many people like to just say, oh, I'm so busy and I got so much going on. You still it doesn't take a rocket scientist to take a step back and look at what's really happening and understand that this is being done on purpose and this these people are out to 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 reduce the Earth's population and they talk openly about that. Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. What's the next one? They do talk about No, I was listening to you. They do talk openly about it. It actually yeah. leads into the next one, which is the experiment should be so conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. So this experiment is being conducted to cause uh, physical and mental suffering and injury. Um, so keep in mind the declaration that was made on January 27th of 2020 by Secretary Azar from Health and Human Services, which is now Xavier Becerra's role as he is now Secretary of Health and Human Services, stated that the confirmed cases of novel coronavirus that cause COVID-19 are a threat to public health uh, and therefore a threat to national security. Clinton defined national security as anything that would be a threat to the preamble of the Constitution, which would include our defense, our national defense, our military, our liberties, our right to pursue uh, work and education, our freedoms and our posterity, our children, our children's children. On fe February 1999 at the St. Francis Drake's Hotel in San Francisco, a news reporter asked former President Bill Clinton, how would a bioweapon or a viral pandemic be a threat to national security? And Clinton very clearly articulated that the 
loss to our military or economic loss uh, would be a, equivalent to going to war. So my question is, if there is a mandate to get an experimental biological agent, if you know as a bioweapon, um, and we're going to lose nearly 400,000, specifically 376,000 men and women in our military, is that for public health safety or is that an act of war? If we are going to lose 84 million people in our, in our workforce to further damage an already crippled economy, is that mm -hmm. for safety or is that an act of war? If we're going to inject children who have, for all intents and purposes, a 100% survival rate um, of COVID-19 with a biological weapon, is that for public safety or is that an act of war? Yeah. So um, again, this is, this is clearly, this is not about compliance. This is about surrendering your body, your health, and your children uh, to a new tyrannical government that's looking to overtake America. There's there's no yeah. gray area. Yeah, and and the greatest enemy and the most dangerous enemy and and the most dangerous time in America's history is is today. And the most dangerous enemy is our own government. It's these people who are who are attacking us and, and from all fronts, and every all of this stuff is related. And some people just don't put that together. But all of it, uh, the, the virus, the, the vaccine, the, the attack on our, uh, our ability to be energy independent, all of it, everything that's going on is designed to destroy America so they can rebuild a new world order. And I hate that term czar. That comes from Obama, and I hated it then. We're not Russia. Russia had czars. You know, and they, they keep using that term. And it, to me, it's, it's something minor, but it's telling because... That is exactly their mentality, you know? And so this whole thing is, like I said, it's done on purpose, everything's related, and people need to get wise to that and step up, stand up, do something locally, people. Uh, get involved at the local level. It's where you have the most power, and it's where you can make the greatest impact. So I hope that people understand that, you know, they aren't powerless in all this. Uh, I think many people just get so discouraged that they just kind of lay down and take it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, once I, my priority, <laughs> I'm so far behind on everything. As you know, I don't even have a website up, but I want to start doing workshops locally so people know how to prepare affidavits. They understand what their affidavit says. And then to have a notary on site during a workshop to notarize that and then a service processor uh, to serve school boards to stop this insanity. Oh, hey, Sunday mornings, one of my favorite days. I can just sit around and relax, all comfortable in my MyPillow robe. This is the heavy-duty robe. This thing is so thick and so comfortable. It is absolutely awesome. You'll never regret getting this, but you have to do one other thing, and that is to buy some matching components. There's great sleepwear, and there's also these, one of my favorites, the my pillow slippers and moccasins check them out use code tpr now and get up to 66 percent off on everything that you get at my pillow hello sunshine it's time to kick ass and take names check out redbloodedpatriots.com subscribe and join the growing community of patriots Hello Patriots, would you like to become part of the Patriot Army? You can do so by going to our website and clicking on the Become a Patron button top left of the screen. 
You then can select your membership level. Also on our website, on the top right-hand side, you'll notice a Download Our App button. This app will enable you to keep in touch with the Patriot Review on a constant basis. You'll also be able to interact with our forum and chat with other members. We hope to see you there, and thank you for your support. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth, to kill with sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. I just did a, just did a show with Ohio State Journal uh, Assembly. And they're using that exact process, and that was on uh, last last episode. Uh, interesting, interesting process to use, folks. And what you're talking about here is another way to make a big impact. So, do you want to explain that a little bit, for folks, what you what you want to do with that? Um, sure. So, what, what you'll what you want to ensure is that people don't have plausible deniability in regards to mandating these vaccines, specifically if we want to talk about the schools. Uh, so the schools are coercing uh, uh, children to get vaccinated to attend. Mm -hmm. And if they know that these vaccines um, are highly toxic and can disable or kill children, then you serve them with an affidavit with that evidence. Um, you cite for them that this is conspiring to commit aggravated assault and, and murder of minors through the injection of a toxic substance. Uh, you can go by state level to pull up the actual criminal code for conspiracy. Conspiracy just means, Jeff, that two or more people agree to commit a crime. That's mm -hmm. all that it and so And then, so the financial incentives that the schools are getting to commit these crimes are just motives for them. Right. So you have that evidence. And just because they have a memo from uh, Secretary Becerra saying, don't worry, under the PREP Act, you can't be convicted um, if a child dies um, for willful misconduct, that eventually will be thrown out because that's unconstitutional. You can't get a memo that says it's okay for you to commit, uh, conspire to commit murder of minors. So right. I know they think it's okay because they got a memo, but the, the memo doesn't make it okay. Just like it didn't make it okay uh, for the local police officers in Poland to execute Jewish people exactly. because of the memo from the Nazis. Exactly. And what people have to know about this affidavit process, too, is that if they don't give you a response, the law sees that as an admission that, that what you submitted to them in that affidavit form is true. So, yeah, exactly. So, so you can't 
criminal suit against them. The thing is, the reason why I want to do it at the school level is then if just one child has a serious adverse event, is hospitalized or dies, then that entire school board can be facing prison. And they should. They should. They absolutely should. As should the school nurse. Yes. As should the school nurse as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, absolutely. This includes San Marcos School and San Diego Schools where I live. They, it's coming. They messed with the wrong Karen and the wrong Mala Wolf. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, I I love that, and and that's good, and and that's that's exactly what people should be doing. And I think that everybody. The other thing I'd say about everybody, and I don't mean to insult people out there, but our education system has put us in the place we are today. The reason why we have politicians who think that they can get away with this if they have somebody write them a pass is because they don't know what the law is themselves. They don't know American history. They don't know the Constitution. They, they know, you know, all of this is about the blind leading the blind, and they're, they're criminal, and they're genocidal. Uh, so what what's the next one on the list there? Uh, it says that no experiment should be conducted where there is a priori reason to believe that death or dis disabling injury will occur, except perhaps in those experiments where the experimental physicians also serve as subjects. So this is really important because on October 22nd, 2020, October 22nd of last year, mm -hmm. the FDA met and they had a list of over two dozen serious adverse events that they knew were going to happen from the mRNA vaccines, including but not limited to Guillain-Barre syndrome, so paralysis, myocarditis and pericarditis, heart inflammation, myelitis and encephalitis, inflammation of the spinal cord and brain, and that can result in um, paralysis, uh, neurological disorders, uncontrolled, you know, not being able to control yeah. your muscles. It could also result in uh, death, chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh, they knew thrombosis was going to happen, that is blood clotting throughout your body. They knew thrombo thrombocytopenia was gonna happen. That's a form of extreme anemia where you, your platelets basically um, clot up together or dissolve from your body. So they knew all this was going to happen. They list death. So on October 22nd, 2020, they are in direct violation of Code 5 of the Nuremberg Code, which is that this should have never moved forward if they knew that, again, as I said, there was going to be death or disabling injury. Yeah, and I know that this has been this point has been said before, but if you remember the swine flu, right, and the and the the, the injections of vi the vaccine uh, in relation to that, now they shut that that one down because it had far less of the types of reactions that we have been seeing. Um, one question that I have before we get back to that list is the the database that they do provide, the VAERS database, one of the databases is according to themselves between only between one and ten percent of the total adverse reactions and, and death due to the vaccine are there better places that the that joe public can go to see the statistics that are true there's there's not data available to the general public there is data available to our government and under the study protocols, they actively monitor the electronic health records uh, for Americans. So that's not just the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, which uh, Tom Renz uh, pulled uh, Department of Defense 
the um, the JAIC, um, which is the Artificial Intelligence Intelligence Center from the DoD. Uh, they had pulled that over 60% of those currently hospitalized from a CMS database of 5.6 million vaccinated um, were fully vaccinated. Uh, he also mm -hmm. pulled uh, some data from CMS from a whistleblower that showed uh, 48,000 people died within two weeks of their first or second dose of any of the vaccines in that database, so 48,000. So this is not public information unless a government body pulled the data and presented a report and, and that report becomes public knowledge. Uh, but attorneys are looking into this, um, the EHR databases. It includes Blue Cross Blue Shield, it, it includes Kaiser, it includes the Mayo Clinic. So um, yeah. yeah, so they, they can find out whether or not uh, people who were vaccinated uh, had a sudden onset of an unexpected disease or death. And the way they do this is there's ICD-10 codes, so that's a diagnostic mm -hmm. code that says you were vaccinated. Okay. And the date, yeah. Is, is there a country that the, the, the citizens of that country could actually see it that's comparative to the United States for us to see what the, the real percentage comparison would be? Or is it pretty much the same worldwide and everything is suppressed? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. You know, one thing I would say is that you know, people, they've really conditioned people ahead of time. If you think about every time you watch a drug commercial on TV in the name of safety, they have everything that could possibly happen to you. And I, I was safety and environmental compliance for 30 years, right? So I, I know all the late, the warnings and everything that you have to put on there. But what, what's that, what that has done is it really has numbed the American people to what the potentials are. So when you say, oh, you got this COVID vaccine and it's got this potential, uh, automatically they kind of aren't listening because, well, I take this drug and every time I see a commercial for it, it says it could cause this, this, and this, you know, and they tend to uh, minimize what you're really telling them. It just, for some reason, it just doesn't break through that barrier. And that, I think that that is one of the reasons as well, that we've been conditioned to, to think that, yeah, side effects happen, but they never happened to me or my family or whatever, so I'm not going to worry about it too much. Uh, but people, you yeah, got just said 48,000 people died within the first two weeks of getting vaccinated. Yes. If that happened with any other product or drug, right? That America would lose. I mean, we would lose it. it well, we, we should have lost it. We should, industry again. We, we should be. There would be a multi-billion dollar lawsuits many times over right right people people are are i think uh, children children are dying i mean did anyone watch ron johnson's right you know, open forum with that that father who raised his son you right. know it was he was his life and brought him in to get vaccinated and his son is now dead he's yeah, 16 right. years old right and that's the that's the gray is a is, is a paraplegic she yeah. was a perfectly healthy 12-year-old girl. Right. You know, the other people who are or who are genocidal and just as liable as those people we've discussed is the media. The mainstream media are also people who are feeding this crap and this mis misinformation. So, folks, that's one of the great things about Frank speech. That's what, one of the great things about the other alternative news sources is you're really getting the truth. You're not getting this all hidden and, and you know, 
poo-pooed and, and pushed down. So what we're saying today is is dead on accurate and you need to be upset by this and you need to react to this. You need to do something about it. Um, so, I, I, you know, the passion that you have, I think many of us share the frustration, you know, um, but uh, we we gotta we gotta decide not to be afraid. We have to decide not to be afraid. You have to go out. You have to do something. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's the next one? Now you know, talk about being afraid. I mean, so hmm? I worked in the industry for a long time. I've been threatened for doing far less than blowing the lid off a trillion dollar industry, which is what I'm doing right now. Right. So. I had to mourn everything I was afraid of losing. I mean, everything. So I, I mean, here, I don't care. I have not, I am hemorrhaging money. I am going to be broke. I had to mourn my life being threatened and among other things. I So I just mourned everything that I was going to lose if I came forward and spoke the truth. I just mourned it for three days and got over it because I know my fear, you know, is far less, um, mean it doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things so get over your fear people mourn exactly. whatever you're afraid of losing you know what if you're going to lose a friend mourn the loss of that friend like if they're not going to be friends with you anymore because you're speaking the truth cry over it get over it and then move on and start speaking the truth because they my fear of losing my son is far less than actually losing my son yes so, like, I need to mourn all of this stuff and then move forward boldly. That's what you need to do. It's yes. in the Bible. Like, again, I don't have my Bible downstairs with me right now. But if you're wondering how to get through stuff, there's a handbook. It's called the Bible. <laughs> Great point. And that's exactly right. You are doing God's work. And, and anybody who's involved in sharing the truth and, and uh, being a part of this is doing God's work. And that's the thing that you have to keep in mind. Uh, the fear... Yeah, I and like as far as like economic loss and all that stuff, because I, I don't know why our elected government officials aren't coming forward other than their fear of the money right now. They don't want to get paid. But I would rather be poor and homeless in an America that believes in our inalienable God-given rights than be a billionaire in a communist tyrannical society that is enslaving and killing children and innocent citizens. Just to be honest, just to put well, sure. that out there. Right. And that's what that's that's what everybody should. That's what I'm talking about. People wake up. <laughs> it's so obvious and so evident right now. There's plenty of evidence out there. Now is the time to do something about it. And, um, you know, we we have to stand up because every every uh, body or branch of government that we've looked to to rescue us has done what, including the Supreme Court. You know, they. You're, you're, no, nobody in the army, nobody in the military, nobody's going to come in and, and save us. We have to save ourselves. And I think that's the main point. Um, so what's the, what's the next one on the list there? Uh, number six. Uh, so the sixth code of the Nurban code is the degree of risk to be taken should never exceed that determined by the humanitarian importance of the problem to be solved by the experiment. Uh, so this number six clearly defines the fact that children should have never, ever, ever been injected 
um, nor any healthy adults under the age of 30. Now we know nobody should be injected with this vaccine, right. but from the get-go, out of the gates, uh, no one of childbearing age or a child should have ever been injected with this vaccine. Uh, there was uh, no risk to them, and uh, this should have never happened. So that's there. Again, Burla should be arrested today. Um, the CEO of Pfizer should be arrested today yeah. and charged. Right. Uh, number seven is proper preparation should be made and adequate facilities provided to protect the experimental subject against even remote possibilities of injury, disability, and death. So the drive, remember they had the drive-through yeah. injections at one point? Mm -hmm. So uh, my longtime friend uh, went to high school with her. Her father-in-law went to one of the drive-through injections, um, him and his wife, at the VA hospital. And he got injected uh, and he um, went into anaphylactic shock. His heart stopped in his car while he was driving away. She had to stop the car and then go and get help to resuscitate him. Uh, that is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. Yeah, that's it's absolutely sickening. You know, um, let's 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 bring up you know what people can do. Let's talk about what people can do after you're done going through that list. Okay, um, number eight is the experiment should be conducted only by scientifically qualified persons. So anyone can inject uh, people with this bioweapon now. A pharmacist can, uh, eye doctors can, optometrists. So you can go to lens crafters and get injected. They are not qualified. They are, I, I am not qualified to inject you. I'm not a doctor. Either is your eye doctor or your pharmacist. They are mm -hmm. not qualified to be injecting you with this bioweapon. Um, the highest degree of skill and care should be required through all stages of the experiment and those who conduct or engage in the experiment. Uh, clearly, that's not happening either. So I went to my doctor and uh, I need to switch doctors. My doctor looked at me and said, what? I haven't heard about that. Besides, the CDC says it's safe. <laughs> I'm, thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, have you heard about these syphilis experiments or uh, you know, all the other things that the CD, CDC has done? To, and has victimized people with this blind faith is deadly, deadly. So yeah, I mean the CDC had the uh, on be through uh, Fauci's influence because he was the head of the CDC back in the eighties said HIV um, was a spontaneous immune disease that manifested due to the act of homosexual sex. Right. So yeah, yeah, that was Fauci's theory, by the way, and he pushed it for years, even though a number of scientists, including Dr. Judy Mikovich, was like, that makes no sense. That's completely stupid. OK, that's not what's mm -hmm. causing HIV. Right. Uh, and, and she was thrown in prison for that. So, Shit. yeah. Yeah, well, he's going to get his. He'll get his. Yeah, he will get his. Um. So number nine is, uh, during the course of the experiment, the human subject should be at liberty to bring the experiment to an end. If he has reached the physical or mental state where continuation of the experiment seems to him to be impossible. Um, I would say to all Americans, uh, we need to end this experiment. If we continue it, it will be the end of America. Absolutely. It'll be the end of Western civilization, people. That's what all this is about, and that's why that's why everybody, every country, I mentioned this before, everybody's approaching it the same way. 
the only thing that makes us not be that allows us to not experience what Australia is experiencing right now is the Second Amendment. They were silly enough to give up their guns seven years ago, and here here they are. And if you aren't familiar with it, we could talk about that uh, maybe in another show. But basically, they're under completely tyrannical rules related to whether you have been vaxxed or you're not vaxxed. And anybody who hasn't got the multiple shots, in the, including the boosters, well, if you're, if you're not completely up to date, you're considered unvaxxed. So they're not going to go away with this as well, unless we stand up, like Karen just said. Yeah, and as far as people thinking, well, how is this the end of America? Yeah, ICD-10, Z28-20. Look it up. What it is, it is refusal to for immunization after being consulted uh, for no specified reason. So if you see a doctor, they can now get reimbursed if you refuse to get vaccinated. So for refusing treatment after being educated, you now are being uh, identified. So I don't know what the law is going to be. Three, three education se- sessions, three voluntary education sessions, and it's off to COVID camp for you. Con- right. Yeah, so I, I'm not making Z28.20 ICD-10 code. Look it up. This is unprecedented, Jeff. Never has there been a code where because someone refuses a treatment that they don't need, the doctor gets reimbursed for it. You yeah. And keep in mind, the 5 to 11-year-old vaccine contains TRIS, tromethamine. It is a highly toxic highly deadly for these children blood thinner it is you know this isn't any old blood thinner this is not uh warfarin or heparin or even plavix okay Mm -hmm. this blood thinner is only under a a healthcare provider doctor surgical supervision typically you know in cases of heart attacks tris is also used in genetic laboratories for transfection studies. What does that mean? That means they use the TRIS to dissolve the outer layer of a cell in order to introduce new DNA material. This does not belong in our children. So refusing this for your child, they're saying, oh, you're refusing treatment. You're refusing a product that could potentially permanently disable, change your genetic makeup, or kill, kill you or your child. Yeah. So again, to the point, you know, the at the very least, they're destroying the immune, the natural immunity that these kids have. And if the vaccine doesn't kill them, then something rather simple that normally kids would would be able to to rally back from is going to be maybe deadly. Yeah. And yeah, a so, cold will now be deadly to these children, right? Yeah. Because children typically get over a hundred colds during their childhood years. And that's what builds their immune system. Right. Um, the, that, their innate immune response, their white blood cells go in and they're like little ninja warriors and they wipe out the cold uh, before they get any kind of serious symptoms. And they the, don't and produce antibodies. Right, and they're playing games with the total numbers of the, the reactions of the deaths with that as well. It allows them to say, well, you know, it wasn't the vaccine that killed them, it was this, it was a, a bacterial lung infection or it was this, this or that, when it, in reality, they would have been able to live through that, survive that, um, in, in many cases, very easily. It's not just about comor- uh, comorbidity and those people uh, at the, in the high-risk populations. I mean, this is going to create high-risk populations. Everybody's going to be a high-risk, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, well, I mean, what's interesting is the FDA um, data, the Pfizer FDA data, the FDA uh, consensus was that the 
side effects of the vaccines look exactly like COVID-19. So they're saying they can't differentiate between COVID-19 and the adverse events. So the whole plan of saying there's COVID-19 breakthrough was they knew they came up with this ridiculous list of symptoms and diseases that they called COVID-19 because they knew that was going to be a result of wiping out the immune system with the vaccines. Mm -hmm. And the concept was, okay, when we vaccinate people, when they get seriously ill with all these autoimmune disorders, then we'll say it's COVID-19 breakthrough and that'll justify why people need to get boosters and it'll scare other people to get vaccinated. But the American people went, hey, wait a second. You said if I got vaccinated, I wouldn't get COVID-19. Right. So now they're trying to flip the script. And now there's people in the hospital in their 30s and there's children that are going in there and they're saying, well, it's not COVID-19. Uh, there's a sudden onset of heart attacks in, in mm -hmm. young, healthy uh, teen yeah. boys and, and, and men. Yeah, and you look at the uh, the footage that's out there of athletes dropping and, and people who are very, very healthy, uh, fit individuals that are being affected by this, and it tells you all you need to know. And, and for people, again, I ask people to wake up, you might be thinking to yourself, planned? They planned all this? This the, the People are that evil? The answer is yes. Yeah. They have planned all this. They have. If you look back, you know, there's a 100-year plan put on paper or progressivism around 1911, right? That came out, and and you you look at the plan, you look at uh, segregation, you look at uh, Japanese internment, you look at slavery, you look at uh, Jim Crow, you know, all all these things. I mean, all this stuff uh, is uh, a group of individuals who have a completely different mindset about what America should be, and this is this is. Uh, you know, a lot of people think it's the end times because it, it fits so many things within the Bible. Uh, but yes, step one is understanding that there really is evil. That's something people can't seem to grasp. Um, you're, I know that, that I think that that's what I agree with you, that people, even uh, Christians, you know, mm -hmm. who proclaim to have faith in God and, and Christ, um, we have faith in God and Christ because that is our only protection against the enemy, against evil, against Satan. Um, yet somehow or another, some Christians have convinced themselves that evil doesn't exist, that Satan doesn't exist. Yeah, um, well, that spirit, that demonic spirit, um, resides within man's within men's hearts and women's. But I mean, yeah, you know what you mean. What I'm yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and you're absolutely right. And the, the real question, too, people need to, to look at is what is Christianity? What is Christianity today? What is faith today? You know, Christianity itself, uh, I know Brandon talks about this a lot, and you've talked with him about you know, Christianity has changed. It's gotten to the point where it has no backbone in many cases. It's not everything is so uh, accepted because of the secular society and uh, the erosion of all the things that our country was based based on in Judeo-Christian values uh, in particular. And I think that's made people more accepting to to just looking the other way with a lot of a lot of things that are going on. But there will be a day, folks, there will be a day when you understand that everybody who is saying these types of things to you were absolutely dead on accurate and you should have been listening. And that will be a that's a tragedy. So.
Yeah, no, I, I've heard churches and pastors I used to, you know, go to the church or follow and, you know, they're on board with these vaccinations and they're yeah. basically calling me self-righteous. Um, so um, I, I don't, there, Thessalonians 2, 2, 3, there will be a great delusion brought upon man. Um, you know, that that's what's going on here. And, and for those that, that are awake, then I say James 4, what is faith without uh, deeds? Um, so yeah, we well, not act. You're yeah. in good. You're in good company. Jesus didn't make a lot of friends either, for telling the truth. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, I, let, uh, don't let that I, bother you. I, yeah, I just, uh, it's, it's, I, I don't want that same faith. I mean, I thank God for Jesus's sacrifice and and the blood and his resurrection. I mean, he did. He overcame. Yeah. That's the thing. Jesus overcame death. I mean, so we know how the story ends. You, um, right. God is the author of the beginning and the end. Um, God does not need us. This is what I, I've said. I think what happened with Christians is we thought God needs us to overcome evil. He does not. Uh, okay. He does not need us. We need God. Yes. Uh, and our choice to act is our choice to be part of his kingdom or be locked out of the kingdom. Absolutely. That, that's what this comes down to. So, Absolutely. You know, brave i was like you don't know the wrath of god do you <laughs> <laughs> well you are brave you are brave in the in and uh you know i don't know bravery bravery courage i mean i guess it all comes down to doing the right thing right it all comes down to you just have to do the right thing and if that's what you believe and you have the evidence to support it then that's what it means you know and i think when i asked you a little bit ago um you know what can people do about it the number one thing people can do about it is to rediscover their faith and and to uh, spend time rediscovering that faith because that is really what gives you uh, the right mindset, the right frame of mind, and also gives you that courage that we're talking about. So that's number one, I think, on my list, what people can do. I agree. Well, number one on, on my list has always been repent. We all played a role in this great delusion, myself included. I mean, I sat on the sidelines. Um, I knew when they said, Let, let's lock down for two weeks, if not 2.2 million people were going to die. Um, I had a sense that that was a PSYOP. But then when no one died, I knew this thing was a giant PSYOP. And mm -hmm. did I come forward and proclaim that from the mountaintops? No. Did I stand by uh, our President Trump and, um, and fight for hydroxychloroquine. I mean, I made some posts on Facebook and stuff, but mm -hmm. no, you know, he said, don't lock down the economy. He's going to leave it up to the governors. I live in California. Yeah. Uh, did I boldly take off my mask and say, we all need to go back to work? No, I did not. I played a yeah. role in this too. So I had to repent understanding what my, e what role my ego played and my fear of losing friendships, associations, you know, this yeah. fake sense of uh, of uh, community, that that's mm -hmm. what this is. It's yes. a fake sense of community. It's not real connection to people. It's mm -hmm. all fake people. Um, my fear of being criticized on this overrode my faith in God. I, I And I had to, I mean, every morning and every night, repent, repent, repent. But it it was difficult to take a look at my own sin and what's mm -hmm. happened. We all played a role. And when you do that, God will forgive you. Absolutely. He will, he will rebuke you. 
that's probably why I'm here right now talking to you. I got a pretty good talking to from God. <laughs> well, I, I that's not my role, that's for sure. That's that's God's role, but I think that everything you just said is what your pastor should listen to. And those people that call you self-righteous, I mean the obviously it's the absolute opposite if that's what you're talking about and that's that's your journey. So, um uh, it's just well, I, I mean I was reprimanded by God. I don't I'll tell you the story real quick. So sure. um people have an idea of what I do for a living. I'm not a stupid woman. Um so I was watching what was going on. I was very suspect about the data and how we were being lied to. And then they announced they were gonna go after children and God put on my heart to look into this, like basically do for a client, but do it for, you know, um, to save children. And I didn't want to do it, Jeff. I was like, nope, wrong mm -hmm. number. I don't, I didn't want to find out what my heart was telling me I was going to find out. So I went to one way ticket to Nineveh, not to Nineveh, I should say, I went to Mexico. I was miserable the whole time I came back. Uh, I was still miserable. And I had been printing out all this stuff. If you see my dining room, there's thousands of pages all over the place. I don't have an assistant. Um, but I hadn't really dove into it. And I went to the gym. Um, I'm certified in CPR because I used to be an instructor. And this woman just goes down. She just went down during our class. So I had to call 911 and help get her situated. And, you know, I wasn't really shook up. I, but I've never had to call 911 in my life. Um, I was a, I was a dance instructor, you know, um, when I was younger to children, I taught ballet, tap, jazz, modern. Wow. Um, and then I uh, was a fitness instructor. So, I mean, I've never seen anyone. I've never had to call anyone in my life, ever. Mm -hmm. And three days later, I go to church and there's this T-bone accident right in front of me. Airbags go off. T-bone meaning um, that's when a car hits another car on yep, the side. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I have to call 911 again. And so this is why I'm going to church. So then I go into church and I sit down during worship and I close my eyes and take a few deep breaths. And I ask God to send me like a calming message, like what's going on in the world. And I'm expecting to hear this comforting message. And what I hear is how many times do I have to make you call 911 before you're going to call 911 for my children? Wow. Yeah. It, it's and that, that started the sleepless nights. I, really didn't sleep much for the next three and a half days and i went through um the moderna patent which is i believe 248 pages long i went through the wuhan institute virology studies that i had that were published on the nih website i went through the fda filings and i wrote a very coherent email and i sent it to the mainstream media and influencers and congressmen and women and I uh, included links to the documents. I attached the world document. And um, at the end, I said, after going through this email and some of the documents, please have an expert take a look at this. And I think they'll conclude what I have concluded, which is that these vaccines are bioweapons. Uh, they, are, they are chimeric gain of function uh, viruses encapsulated in a smart technology um, uh, under the guise of being vaccines. Mm -hmm. I know yeah, well, well, you know, people often wonder what they're here for. And I think you, you have that answer that that was all God's way of discovery for you, I believe. For, for me, it's it's something that I've said a number of times on my show. So but I'll share it with you because I don't think you've heard it. For me, it it came to me and I started doing this show and my 13 year old asked me, you know, aren't you afraid of, of people maybe threatening you or whatever? And you know, I just told her, 
Um, well, what I realized is that at 54 years old, I was looking at my life thinking, hmm, maybe this sounds a little midlife crisis, but what is my legacy, right? What is my legacy? What am I going to leave? And for me, it was looking at all this that's happening and the and un, coming to an understanding of knowing that in two or three generations after I'm gone, people won't be telling stories about me, won't know about me in my life, you know, a high, a high probability of that. So what better legacy is there than to join a fight that makes a difference and preserves freedom for people that are they're coming behind you. We'll be right back with the last 20 minutes. You don't want to miss it. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. I love my pillow products. I use them. I can say that they are simply the best quality that you will find anywhere. And you can help us all out, all patriots, including Mike Lindell, and our mission to restore America by going to MyPillow.com today and using code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review, so it's easy to remember. TPR. Save up to 66%. You can also order by calling 800 519 9927. Again, that's 800-519-9927. Thank you and God bless. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. To stand up, to speak out, to be loud, to be to be right, to be factual but to make a difference for those coming behind us. that That's the best thing that each of us can do. So that's that was my personal story. That's that's what got me to where I'm at and what I'm doing. Yeah, and, and I want people to understand there is no small role in this, right? I mean, speak out, speak the truth. There is no okay. small role. And people are like, well, I don't have a YouTube platform. I don't have a YouTube platform. I don't have a platform. I never wanted to be the messenger. I want to be clear about that. So do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Don't do it because right. you want to get on social media or a platform or whatever. Um, 
do it for the right reasons. I, I was never expecting this, Jeff. I really, if you had told me a year and a half ago, uh, people want to go through a very boring med legal review process, which is what I'm basically doing with the American people, I would have said, give me a fork and knife, I'll eat my shirt. I, I never, and again, I don't, my name is never on what I do. I, I've had stuff published in the Journal of American Medical Association, um, many presentations that are used in continuing med medical education where doctors are educating other doctors. That's my work, it's someone else's name. I don't, this is not something I was ever planning for. And, and my point is I took my skills and my expertise mm -hmm. to do the right thing and yeah, and there's there's a God had me be the spokesperson so other people know that there is no small role. I am not a doctor. I've never said I was. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a lawyer. I don't even have an MBA. I barely have a bachelor's degree, to be honest. Well, I negotiated it from Pace University. Well, I you know, the, um, the the fact of the matter is the ripple effect is real. And most people don't know what what effect they have down the line and what that ripple effect has really done for other people. So as you say, everybody that's out there watching this, um, think about what your strengths are and what you can do to to join the fight to do what's right. And, and that will lead you to how you can make a difference. And like you said, there is no small difference. So you never know. So I encourage people to do that. Have we gone through that entire list yet? No, number 10. Okay. Three, number 10. Uh, during the course of the experiment, the scientists in charge must be prepared to terminate the experiment at any stage. That would be Becerra. That would be Xavier Becerra who made the declaration um, that COVID-19 is a threat to national security. If he has probable cause to believe in the exercise of good faith, superior skill, and careful judgment required of him, that a continuation of the experiment is likely to result in injury, disability, or death of the experimental subjects. Again, we know this is going to continue to kill, disable, and harm Americans. Becerra yes. must stop the declaration now. Yes, and therefore, that also proves that this is being done on purpose, willingly, yes. uh, on purpose. You know, so, so yes, certainly every one of those ten items it's very easy and apparent to see the true situation that we're in. They just emphasize that. Um, yes. I want to go into a little bit, if you have a little time yet, um, to talk about what actually the technology behind these shots is and what's coming in the, the future uh, for those that are injected with this, if they have a future. Uh, well, I, you know, there you were talking about the... No, we don't know if everyone was injected with the vaccine. True. We know that um, there's there's two things that we know as, in regards to the lots. And that's that we absolutely know that all the vaccines are not the same. Mm -hmm. How do we know that? One reason we know that is because 100% of the VAERS events is linked to only 5% of the lots so far. So that's one way we know that. The other way we know that is, again, going back to the biological license authorization letter, the approval by the FDA, um, it's either page 10 or section 10. It asks, what is the BLA um, compliance with Comirnaty and the EUA, the emergency use authorization vials? And in that section, section 10 of the FDA authorization letter, it says that there are only select lots of EUA authorized product on the market from Pfizer that are compliant with the formulation of Comirnaty. 
and they said they sent out a letter by they, I have to stop saying they, they is Pfizer in collaboration with the FDA, the CBER division, sent out a letter to healthcare providers where they give them the six lots, there's only six lots mm -hmm. that are compliant with the Comirnaty formulation. So that means there's a whole bunch of lots that aren't. So we don't know if everyone, we don't know who got injected with what. The way that, that what should happen as soon as the declaration is lifted by Becerra and stopped is people should find out what the lot number was that they were injected with and then what's in it. Um, so it appears that some people were injected with the advanced uh, diagnostic uh, deliver and delivery system, the lipid nanoparticle delivery system that is part of the patent for the mRNA vaccines. Um, and so those delivery systems include nanomagnets, uh, nanodisks that deliver drugs. It can, can includes a quantum dot, uh, which is a operating system um, that can be built within the human body using the technology of what's called teslapheresis. This is all in the patents and it's all rolls up into the master patent, which you can find on Moderna's website. Um, so mm. the reason why some people are magnetic is because they were injected with nanomagnets. Um, mm -hmm. The reason why some people's Bluetooth is going off is because they were injected with an operating system that's um, can self-builds known as Tesla Phoresis. They were they were, they were injected with what's called single-walled carbon nanotubes um, and stacks of them that are rolled up and they're only micrometers in size. So let me simplify it a little bit. Build out to, to 30 centimeters uh, of, of a graphene oxide um, film within your body. Yeah, so to, 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 to look at this and to try to simplify it, what they're setting the groundwork for is almost like you'd still be walking around, of course, but they're setting this communication path to and from, and also with the capabilities of actually a, of having a controlled response when they send information back to basically your body. So if you think about this, if you've seen the movie The Matrix, that is kind of what it is. I mean, the, you're going to be in The Matrix. They will know everything about you. The people around you will have access to your information. It'll, it'll be part of what becomes the new human being. And this stuff sounds like crazy, out-of-this-world sci-fi stuff. But I think if you do go to the patent and if you've seen some of the shows that Karen's been on before where she goes into this in depth, and you really should watch that, you would understand that we're, we really are at that point in time in our technology and our capabilities. That's correct, yeah. And I did a show with Dr. Artis and Dr. Carrie Madej. That's like two and a half hours long where we go through all of the patents. And then we show the um, we show additional evidence of what the doctors saw under the microscope, including Dr. Madej and Dr. Baca, um, and how that lines up with what's in the patents. So if you look at the patents, there's images. They'll show images of the nano disks, or they'll show images of the, um, they'll show, uh, Sketch, sketch items of the single wall nano, uh, single wall carbon nanotubes, the graphene oxide nanotubes, there'll be mm -hmm. sketches of those. Um, and then you'll see that under the microscope. Um, or I've gone to websites where they have the SW um, CTNs, uh, which are the carbon nanotubes. And I found images on those websites. And then you'll see that's what Dr. Madej or Dr. Baffo or other doctors saw under the microscope. So it, it lines up. 
coincidentally to, perfectly. To your knowledge, is there any anywhere people can go to to get their blood tested to no. look for that stuff? No, that would be nice if people if uh, people had some place to go um, to, to actually see for themselves what they're injected with if they were injected with either any of those things. Um, I, I agree. I mean, once um, America. <laughs> Hopefully, if America is saved and we have um, a government in place that is for the people, that was elected by the people, um, ideally what would happen is you would get the, um, the barcode of your, of your vaccines and mm -hmm. then you'd have what was in them. Yeah, that would be nice. Hopefully that happens. Now, I know uh, November 23rd is a big day for Mike Lindell and Frank's speech, and I know that there are several states I've heard at least – 20 that'll be involved in the uh, state attorneys general filing uh, to have the Supreme Court hear the hearing on the uh, election. Um, and that to me is step one in, in saving our nation as far as doing it more quickly. Otherwise, it makes it even more important for individuals to stand up and you, we have to be prepared for that either way. So I know it's not the last hope that you have the Supreme Court, but then you have individual states that can decertify. Uh, so it'll be interesting to watch. And I know all next week, folks, if you haven't heard, um, Wednesday, Thursday, I think four days total, three or four days, uh, Frank's speech is having you know, a, uh, a lot of programming related to this Supreme Court submittal. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna. It's basically a marathon where they're gonna walk through all the evidence that the election was stolen. Um, yep. So again, we're being told that the COVID nineteen is a threat to national security, but then if you take a look at the government actions, the government actions are actually the threat to national security. Absolutely. From debilitating our military to debilitating our workforce um, to disabling and killing our children. So that's what's happening and. This has all been a war, Jeff. And, and, and again, Biden was not elected by the American people. He was put in office by an enemy of America. Absolutely. Are you a, are you a nerd at all? Not really. No. Did you, did, did you ever watch Star Trek, the original Star Trek uh, series? Yeah, I watched the Wrath of Khan. Remember, oh, okay. I was married yeah. from that when they put that earwig in. <laughs> yeah, Chekhov. <laughs> yeah, Chekhov got that. Uh, I bring that up because there, in the original TV series, there was an episode where uh, an old man who was part of Starfleet went down to consult and help the population um, advance. And they have this, what they call the prime directive, which they can't interfere in any planet's advancement. But he goes down there and then Kirk and the rest of the Enterprise, they come up and they beam down and they see Nazis all around them. And these Nazis are chasing down a guy, and I don't remember what his race was, but they were, you know, they were beating him because, in a sense, he was the the Jew of the planet. So they uh, go through that episode, and the Führer, the leader, uh, comes on screen, and it's the guy that's in Starfleet. He's an old man, and he looks like Biden looks. He's kind of sitting there drooling. He couldn't really, you know, he couldn't really. Uh, he didn't look like he was having his own thoughts. Turns out that he was a puppet, that he was drugged, that he was put in place, and that somebody else was calling the, sh the shots. And that's our American government today, folks. That's, that's our American government today. There's a puppet in place, 
And we have people like Soros and Obama behind the scenes, fundamentally changing America. Make no mistake Secretary about it. Secretary Blinken, our Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. I mean, remember, he went to the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development on October 5th, and he declared a few things. One, he was going to commit to the global tax which um, he followed through on within a few days. America committed to uh, basically giving away 15% of the revenue from our global companies, such as Facebook and Twitter, to other countries. It doesn't even come to America. But he also committed, he clearly stated, go, there's a 17-minute video on the OECD website, October 5th, Secretary Blinken, or it's 19 minutes long, watch it. He also says that him and Biden, doesn't say America. He says him and Biden are committed to getting 70% of the world fully vaccinated by the end of 2022. I'm sure part of the commitment is getting Americans 100% vaccinated. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's following through on his commitment to this 38 nation group. It's not. And he also is committed to taking out tyrannical governments who believe that their way is better than OECD's um, method of governing. So that includes America. Absolutely. That's, again, the, the whole New World Order approach. What is the OECD for viewers? It's the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Okay, and it's OECD.com, right? I'm not sure. I have to look it up. What it, it's, but you it's can okay. just can... Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. You'll find the website. I'll put it in the link. November 5th, Secretary Blinken address there. On, on October 4th, um, Director... Uh, Dr. Lynn Parker, who's the director of the Artificial Intelligence White House Task Force, she participated in the two-hour North Korean AI uh, summit that was held at the OECD. She called into it, uh, and she said that America was fully committed to integrating artificial intelligence across all areas of government, the military, and society by the end of Q1 2022. So really beginning January 4th. So why are they laying off our healthcare workers and our military? Well, for healthcare workers, Hanson Robotics has hundreds of thousands yeah. of healthcare artificial intelligence called Grace. Yep. They're ready to deploy them into the hospitals. And for those of you who think this is a great idea, artificial intelligence does not take humanity into consideration. So if right. you have denied vaccination once or twice, Artificial intelligence sees you as high risk, that you don't even know that you're high risk, and you may need to be anesthetized, so put on anesthesia, and ventilated right away until you die within 48 hours. They're just gonna be following medical protocol. There's right. no debating what the artificial intelligence. Uh, you know, These are gonna turn into death camps. If we allow artificial intelligence to take over our healthcare, our military, or any part of our schools, this is nothing more than a death camp. There is yeah. no humanitarian effort involved at all. And again, the sci-fi. Perfectly healthy, and you will come out dead. Again, the sci-fi aspect. This stuff is real. Uh, yeah. This is not. This is not far out there. Yeah. This is. I mean, you can go. I, I shared the website that has the that has a story on uh, Grace that you were talking about uh, in a prior episode. But yeah, all this stuff is real. Yeah, no, Google, Grace, Cancer Robotics, yeah. Reuters, they have tons of articles. Yeah. And Sophia, Sophia was the prototype prior to Grace. Sophia has citizenship in Saudi Arabia. Sophia <laughs> is not a human being. Right. It's an it. Dr. Lynn Parker, 
the head of the AI task force out of the White out of the White House said we need to fill the artificial intelligence work gap as if these things are human beings. They are not. They're robots. They are things. Yeah, insanity. Disgusting. So I want to close with this, Karen. Um, one of the things that we talked about briefly is the the whole concept of of tyranny and in particular uh, being committing treason and high treason. If you look across the board, who fits in those categories, both on the medical side, I mean, obviously there are obvious candidates like like uh, uh, Fauci and and Biden and, and um, a lot of political figures, but also figures like Bill Gates, I would put his name in there. Uh, I would put uh, Zuckerberg in there. For censorship and for yeah, not allowing this. Dorsey, Jack Dorsey would be in there yeah, as well. Yeah. When you look, Google, I forgot his name. I can see his face. Yeah, I don't remember his name. But he's from India originally, or his heritage. He's got an Indian name. Yeah. Well, certainly for for suppressing information. And the other thing is the group of people who were actively behind suppressing the use of uh, ivermectin and Oh, I mean, all of, I mean, all of CNN, MSNBC, yeah. I mean, those guys are all guilty. Um, Scott Gottlieb, former FDA commissioner, is guilty as well. I mean, you know, he, he keeps going on. Um, one of, it's, I don't know if it's MSNBC, one of the Newswatch, you know, stations giving yeah. uh, fraudulent data regarding the, the vaccines as well as the epidemic or pandemic, if you will. So... They're all guilty. Definitely, I mean, Chris Cuomo. I can't remember all their their names now. Don um, Lamont. Don Lamont, absolutely, Don yeah. Lamont. Um, the the CEOs of these big pharma companies, um, these doctors who are coming forward saying, you know, that this is a disease of the unvaccinated. Uh, they're guilty. Yeah. School boards are guilty. It's, it's incredible, uh, isn't it? Herrera, who's the head of the San Diego School District, um, should be charged and punished with conspiracy to commit aggravated assault and murder of minors, um, as well as adults. Absolutely. Um, yeah. He put forth a bogus uh, presentation. Uh, anyone that counseled, like, for example, Richard Barrera from the San Diego Unified School District, he has medical experts. All mm -hmm. they do is they put together this presentation where they said the vaccines are the only way to stop the pandemic. They provide no evidence of this. It's just their opinion. And their opinion is called is propaganda that's used to coerce people um, out of fear uh, right. to subject their children to a bioweapon that's going right. to permanently disable or kill them. Well, again, you know, propaganda was put out there on purpose. You know, got to shelter everybody at home, shelter them in place, uh, uh, eliminate their interaction with other human beings and they will be more than willing to jump on board at whatever solution we offer them, even if it's this deadly vaccine, um, without a doubt. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, too, Jeff, it's not like, you know, they're listening to propaganda with no evidence. And then, right. you know, I'm putting forth documents from the FDA, from Pfizer, from Moderna, from the Mayo Clinic, from the CDC, right? And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm showing you the actual data. I'm not right. showing you introduction and the conclusion, but the data. And so when I send this out, whether it's to school boards, governors, congressmen and women, attorney generals, surgeon generals, uh, and they're 
saying it's debatable. It's not debatable. They're it's being not. ignorant. They're choosing to ignore the data out of fear of something. I don't know if it's fear of losing money. I don't know what it is. Um, but it's like you're saying, the Ameri this is going to fall on the shoulders of the American people. Karen, thank you very much for being with me today, and I look forward to talking to you more in the future. I would just say one last thing in parting, and that is the way I describe you to people is that you are putting the proof out there. You are putting the evidence out there. What you're digging up is is like somebody digging up Mein Kampf and actually looking at it ahead of time and believing that the man was telling you what he was going to do, and that's exactly what's been happening. So please, people, listen to Karen. Thanks again. Hope to see you soon. God bless you for what you're doing. Best of luck. Take some time to regroup and take some breath, please. You need that. You deserve that. Thank you. We'll see Thank you soon. You. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you have it, folks, my interview with Karen Kingston. I really appreciate her time. She is in very high demand, and she is very, very busy. So I really do appreciate that. Now, you have a better sense of what the Monster Club really is. And by no means is it just Anthony Fauci who's a part of this club. You saw a lot of evidence, You saw, and there is so much more. And I think that's part of the problem, that you really have to decide to take the time to delve into all this stuff. Otherwise, what you get is just information from the mainstream media, which is completely unreliable. Uh, you know, the, the, the fact that Fauci wants to go after next people's babies under five is absolutely uh, frightening. It's absolute uh, genocide. And when you look at the facts and you look at their own documentation, now that's one thing about Karen. She is bringing you documentation from the websites and other material from uh, the gov our government, right? Uh, from the patent office, from uh, Pfizer's own website, Moderna's old, own website, J&J's own website. All this is information that they're putting out there. and. Uh, the the uh, DOD information that Attorney Tom Renz put out, uh, you know, that came out from the Department of Defense and it was leaked. So some of this information our government documents that have been leaked, and this stuff isn't just made up. We aren't conspiracy theorists. This stuff is is uh, hard on paper uh, information that is out there for those who are ambitious enough to find it. And I hope that that you are. I was going to show this, you know, and that's my opinion. And some of the some of the views are my opinion, but all of it is based on factual data. Uh, and I hope that you all realize that. Uh, a couple things I wanted to say. There's a lot of talk about, and there was even when Trump was in office about how he was a fascist and and everything else. Now, I have a statement for you. The further right you go, the smaller the government gets. Therefore, fascism is not a product of the right. It's a product of the left. And we are seeing fascism prop up across the globe. You know, Australia, you have a drone come up to you and tell you to go back home. You have, uh, you know, your um, government sending you a message that you have to check in within five minutes by sending them a picture, which also sends your GPS data. Uh, we have people in office right now who 
you know, want to uh, force people to inject something into their bodies that is is experimental. This technology has never been used successfully. It's killed uh, people in the past and, and killed animals and experimentations in the past. And remember, she was talking about, Karen was talking about those experiments when it came to pregnant rats being skipped so that they could hurry up and inject this crap into your daughter's wife's uh, body. Uh, pregnant didn't matter. There are all kinds of uh, miscarriages being reported. There are all kinds of uh, folks who are now uh, finding that they have been sterilized by this. And that is all the truth. And you are not seeing that in the media. So next week, um, all of this stuff is overwhelming. All of this stuff is, uh, is dark, but it is true. Uh, that said, I have a, a special treat for you next week. I have a show that is going to uh, feature a woman who had a near-death experience, and she has talked about this before, but only in her native language. The first time that uh, anyone in our country uh, has is going to see her story and hear her story in English. Uh, I had an interview with uh, her and her husband. They're just wonderful people. And I spent quite a bit of time talking about this experience that she had. And then I have a couple other guests along with that. So next week's message, next week's show is more about hope. It's more about, uh, it's more about not being caught up in in all this uh, uh, dark stuff. Yes, we have to address it. We definitely have to address it. But next week's show is is one you won't want to miss because it is more positive. It's about hope. I have a couple other guests that'll be on there as well. Uh, and I know that you will like what you see. So thank you for being here today. Tune in again next week, 4 o'clock. I stream live on CloudHub and Rumble. Do me a favor and support us by either buying merch, by buying from my pillow. And while you're at it, uh, send Frank Speech a message. Try to get my show on live on Sundays. That would be awesome. And I appreciate that. So uh, thanks again. We will see you next week.